Welcome, everyone, to the First Presbyterian Church podcast. We are First Presbyterian in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, and we are glad that you are here listening with us, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, We hope that your day will be blessed, and may the peace of Christ be with you. We're in a series right now on creation, and this week we are talking about holy ground. You might have picked that up from the numerous times that we sang, we are standing on holy ground. But I was thinking about grounding and ground and what it means to be grounded this week. I looked it up in the dictionary. Grounded means to be mentally and emotionally stable or sensible, realistic, unpretentious. We use it a lot when talking about celebrities or other famous people like, oh, they're not grounded anymore or the opposite. They're so famous, but they've managed to stay grounded, rooted, unpretentious. Ungrounded talks about not having reason or justification. Now there's also the electrical side of being grounded that an outlet must be connected to electricity, that it must be grounded. When I think about the word ungrounded, I think about it in relation to feeling adrift, which wasn't in the dictionary, so maybe my mind is a little off, but it makes me think of the song um, Firework by Katy Perry, she says, do you ever feel like a plastic bag floating in the wind or drifting through the wind wanting to start again? So that kind of adrift feeling or feeling rootless, like, you know, you're grounded, but you're not having roots, ungrounded. Now, Moses, I don't know if he felt any of that, but I know I do maybe you do too, feel like, what is the purpose of my life? We talked some last week about how creation and connecting to creation reminds us that we are to be connected to all things, and that when we are, we remember that we are God's, and that we're here to be God's children. But sometimes we do feel adrift. We may be wondering what our purpose is, what our next step in life should be, why we are, where we are, what our next job move might be, or how to get out of the habits in our lives that maybe consume us that we might want to get rid of. We find ourselves stressed out, maybe, wanting to be Grounded, not adrift in a sea of stress. Moses, as I said, he was in this sort of in-between space in his life. Maybe, maybe he was ungrounded. I don't know, but Moses had grown up one way in the house of Pharaoh and suddenly found himself on a different path in the wilderness. And he had made a home for himself and a family But perhaps, we don't know for sure, perhaps he was wondering what to do next, what it was that God's 
story would be for him. He had killed a man and fled from Egypt, and next thing we know, he's tending sheep in the wilderness, in the desert, far out from the world that he had known. Sometimes our lives take turns like that, too. But Moses, we hear, saw this strange sight, a burning bush that didn't burn up. And Moses heard God call his name, Moses, Moses. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be awesome? We all want that kind of certainty in our life of God calling to us, saying, joy, joy, or Lynn, Lynn, or whatever your name is. We all want to hear that from God so that we're not feeling adrift and useless and purposeless. Now Moses has the special moment. God says, this is holy ground. Take off your shoes. And I wonder, feel strange being barefoot up here. I wonder why God said that, take off your shoes. Now, my assumption, like probably many of us, uh, and like one writer that I read this week, we think, oh, it's to be respectful or reverent to God. But if we were to read the rest of the passage, uh, Moses isn't necessarily totally reverential. He argues with God about the thing that God has called him to do. Moses does hide his face, but maybe it's not just about respect. One writer that I read this week who was reflecting on this passage talked about her family's travels to Japan, where culturally it happens so often that you do not wear shoes anywhere indoors. You take your shoes off. And sometimes uh, you put slippers on. And sometimes there are special slippers even for different rooms in the house. Like you may have house slippers and bathroom slippers, so on and so forth. She wondered, why, what, what is the reasoning behind this cultural practice? And of course, the most obvious one is cleanliness. You know, people don't want shoes tracking dirt and mud through their houses. But another one that a survey revealed from uh, the Japanese people is that they take off shoes so that they can relax, be themselves. Isn't that interesting? And this writer reflected, maybe that had something to do with Moses. Maybe God wanted Moses to be really himself before God. Maybe God said, I want you, and that's why I'm calling you. There's something about not having shoes on that feels a little vulnerable, like I said. You remove all pretense. You are vulnerable. Some people are just naturally barefoot people, but I think most of us only take our shoes off if uh, we're really comfortable with the place that we're at. Now, some people have that comfort with every place they go, and just never wear shoes. Some kids are like that too. But back to Moses. What if God said, take off your shoes, this is holy ground, because God wanted Moses to connect to that holiness, 
to really encounter God in a vulnerable and open way. There's a practice called grounding. It's basically getting your body physically in touch with the earth, like taking off your shoes and standing on the earth, or swimming in a body of water, or sitting next to a tree trunk, touching plants. Um, But some people have studied the effects of this and said that there are physical and psychological benefits to connecting physically with the earth. I don't know who thought of this or why or how, but it's really interesting. I never thought of it before, but the earth itself has electrons. It moves with electricity, a small amount. But when we touch the earth, we are literally connecting to that source of electricity. And proponents of this practice say that it helps heal us. It helps to reduce stress. It helps improve sleep. It helps reduce pain. That the Earth's electricity somehow moves with your electrons. I can't explain this very well. It's complicated. But anyway, Earth's electricity and your electricity, your electrons are all doing this thing, and it's good for you. It's good for you. When we encounter God, when we encounter the earth, we know more of ourselves. We know more about each other. We know more about the world. So my invitation to you is to go barefoot somewhere this week. Whoever thought that that could be a faith practice, going barefoot, But just stick your feet in the dirt or in the grass, in the sand somewhere for 10 minutes this week and see how it makes you feel. Moses encountered God in that special place. But we remember that all places are holy. That those places where we put our feet down can show God to us too. Wendell Berry, one of my favorites, said, There are no unsacred places. There are only sacred places and desecrated places. Wherever we turn our attention and seek to meet God, we will meet God because that is the nature of God. And somehow in this great mystery of electricity and God's presence and our faith, God is really there. So I wonder this week, how will you be grounded in your faith, in your walk with God? Will you take that time to stick your feet on the earth or do some other grounding practice? How might you connect with the God who is ready to be there, to call your name, To say, I am here and you are standing on holy ground. Amen. All things belong to God. Everything that we have is from God. And we have so much, so many gifts. So while we pass the plates to take your financial gifts, it's not just that. As the plate goes by and as you touch it, remember, too, that 
we can offer our whole lives, all the talents that we have, our time, our hearts and souls, to God's service, and God will use whatever we offer. So let us turn our hearts and our minds and our souls to giving back to God.